Você sempre quer que eu falo coisa pra você. O que, que você quer agora? Você sempre tá querendo Bitch, coisa. I don't understand a word you are saying. Ah, você quer que eu faça isso? But damn, it sound good. Okay. You are now tuned in to the Lewis S. Black Show, where the motto is, it's social commentary from a black man's perspective. Right now, we're going to have a word from our sponsor, and let's get into the show, bro. Yo, what up, 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 it's your boy Lewis S. Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on tonight's episode, we're going to talk about a topic that is a little bit explicit and a little bit X-rated, but I feel like it has to be addressed because once you see the women talk about it openly on social media, That means that it's starting to become cool, or in this case, to me, not cool, but it's starting to become something that is commonplace now, and that is pegging. Now, before we get into the whole topic about pegging and what it is and why the shit is just totally gross and weird, I do have to give some acknowledgement to uh, the students that were just involved in that elementary school shooting out here in Texas in a town about 85 miles away from San Antonio. Looks like 19 children and two teachers were slain by a gunman. And it looks like in this case, uh, justice is death because um, rumor has it that the gunman was killed by officers. So I would like to have definitely a quick moment of silence for those children. Our prayers and condolences are with the family. All I'm going to say on that, because I want to keep this show nice and tight and brief, is a harsh reality is in front of us, black folks. And that is this. When something goes down, the same thing has to happen to white folks 
in order for the powers that be to take it seriously. Once again, for the powers that be to take it seriously. Because I'm going to say this as a disclaimer before I get into my main point about this, which is I'm not trying to say that anybody's lives matter than anybody else. So in this case, not to be cliche, but all lives matter. But I'm noticing a big difference. The guy in Buffalo, he goes and watch how I just point out this disparity. The guy in Buffalo goes up in a supermarket with the word nigga written on his gun and he mows down damn near a dozen older black people. And he gets taken alive. And even when we suggest the idea of making an anti-black hate crime bill, similar to the one that the Asians got last year back when they were getting beat up on videotape by black people supposedly even though we do feel like this shit was probably staged we've got nothing just a bunch of hemming and hauling and the only thing that I've seen this week so far is some Juneteenth ice cream which has nothing to do with the Buffalo incident so we're not even, even after this hateful crime and somebody having the word nigga written on their gun and being on videotape and accidentally pointing his gun at another white person and actually saying, ooh, sorry, my bad, as if to say, hey, you are not who I'm targeting. I have a very specific target. Nothing gets done. And I try not to say this in a negative way because children's lives matter. I'm a parent. And the first thing that I saw on my phone was an alert that said elementary school in Texas shooting. And automatically my heart got nervous. I got nervous. My heart dropped for a quick little second because my daughter is a Texas student. But then I looked and I saw that that is definitely not the part of Texas that she is in. So then I'm relieved at one point. But then I'm also like, man, but still some kids got killed. And I can already tell that these were some white kids. So see this gunman, I'm not sure what his race is, but I'm pretty sure nine times out of ten, we all know what his race was. But number one, he didn't get taken alive. And number two, this has been it's been less than 48 hours. That's the crazy part. It's been less than 48 hours as I'm making this podcast. And already. They are putting they are talking about gun control and people are making a call to action to get things done. And in my heart of hearts, I think that something real is going to get done. I think that we're going to see some changes in laws. Mind you, gun control, what's that? If someone wants to shoot up a place and kill up a bunch of people, which is illegal, then what's stopping them from purchasing an illegal gun? Like trying to make 
a strict background check for you to legally purchase a weapon doesn't do anything but just make it harder for the people that want to be legally strapped that probably will never use their gun but they just want to keep it around their home for protection just so that they can feel safer someone that wants to commit mass murder there's nothing stopping them from getting a gun off the streets possession of an illegal firearm is just going to be another charge that is going to be peanuts compared to the fact that they're facing capital murder but it's just funny how shit gets done when it affects white folks because let's keep it real the guy in buffalo killed some old and i'm not saying that i agree with this psychology but i'm giving you the psychology of the people in control the brother in buffalo the dude in buffalo killed some old black folks that have already lived their life some of them probably the marched with king because some of these folks was old and some of these folks were on the way out of here anyways a lot of them were retired probably sucking up that social security number social security money so to the powers that be and the powers that be are evil they probably looked at that as if he did them a favor that's why he got taken in alive and that's why don't be surprised if this trial doesn't go public even though it should though because we're making a lot of noise about it as we should but see this other dude he broke the code which is he killed the future in a symbolic way children are our future literally everybody that's in charge right now biden kamala harris obama back when he was in office george bush jr bill clinton the list goes on and on at one point in time they were kids running around somebody's elementary school and see these white folks what it is is they're already having they're already having problems as far as reproducing and just really getting their numbers together their numbers are dwindling because we have really opened up america and made it a melting pot so america is literally not as black and white as it used to be probably about 60 or 70 years ago america is very integrated and then here it is you want to kill about damn near 20 future future adult citizens one of those kids could have messed around and became the governor of texas one of those kids could have been a doctor a lawyer one of those kids could have wound up being a fireman or a paramedic that would go on to save even more lives so when you do that they like oh no you got us fucked up you didn't affected our future our kids our babies and then on top of that he's so much older i mean so much older than those kids the dude was 18 years old so that right there has got a lot of people just really just uptight so just notice that change comes about when it starts affecting them folks just like you know drugs a lot of hard drugs they really started cracking down and coming up with programs and rehabs and things of that nature 
once it started affecting white folks. As long as it's affecting us, man, shit, they just let the shit run rampant, man. Like Michael Jackson said, all I want to say is that they don't really care about us. So rest in peace to my folks up in Buffalo that were killed by that gunman. Rest in peace to those kids and those teachers that were killed by the gunman out here in Texas. Now, on a lighter note, let's talk about this pegging thing. For those that don't know what pegging is, pegging is when, and excuse my French, but this is my show, raw and uncut, when a woman straps on a dildo and fucks her man in the ass. That's just as blunt and as simple as I can put it. I was inspired to do this topic because I was browsing through the Facebook streets and someone on my news feed had made a subject talking about it and wanted to get uh, male's opinions and female's opinions on it. And I could tell that this person was really just leaning towards like it just being a normal thing because I made some uh, comments against the subject and she kind of, uh, in a sense, kind of typed some comments that was kind of like just looking at me crazy. Like, we're not going to judge people. Damn it, it's the Lewis S. Black show. So I had to kind of keep my comments cool on her thing. But now this is my platform and I'm a judge, damn it. It's gay. As a man, should nothing be going up in there if you're not getting a prostate exam? Now, it's some guys that like to get their ass licked. And I'm going to be real. With us brothers, one thing, one thing about us is we are some sexual beings. Black men, we are some sexual creatures. I feel like that we are highly sought after when it comes to matters of sex. A lot of times these women from our race and other races want to see if the myth is true. Our physique, everything. We're just intriguing. And what happens is we become very, very open and unapologetic about what we do. And that's why I want to nip this in the bud. <clears throat> Because once I see that the women start talking about it, that means that this shit is getting ready to be cool. Just like a long time ago, you wouldn't hear men or women talking about licking assholes. Now you hear men and women talking about licking assholes and getting it done to them. So there's brothers out here that are very comfortable with letting you know that they like to get they ass licked. Me, myself, Lewis S. Black, I'm not into that either. I don't believe in nothing going up in there. No tongues, no fingers, and definitely not no big ass dildos. Matter of fact, let me just clear it up. No big dildos, medium dildos, small dildos, extra medium dildos. None of that. None of that. And the thing is... When you brothers made it cool or try to make it socially acceptable to have a woman licking your ass, y'all at least had half an argument. Like shit, number one, it's a woman doing it. It's not no man doing it. So it ain't gay. It's not like you got a man putting his tongue in the crack of your ass. It's a woman. Okay. 
And then even though as a man, in order to get this done, you have to put yourself in a crazy ass position, which is either, hey, you need to lay on your back and cock your legs up in the air, which looks very feminine, or B, you gotta get on all fours and put an arch in your back and lift your rump, like little John and them said. And then little girl get behind you and go for hers. But at least with that, at least, and this is coming from someone that's not into that, at least you had the woman in a submissive state because she's either on her knees or she's laying on her belly like a cute little sniper taking care of business and hooking you up. But this right here, oh no, getting pegged. I don't care if you're laying on your back with your legs up in there or once again, if you got that thing tooted up in the air, you are in a straight submissive position and she is in a dominant position and she's literally, literally fucking the shit out of you. And I don't get what's so cool about that. These women were trying to make me seem like I was from the planet Neptune by saying, you know, you guys are against it, but that's a man's G-spot. G-spot my ass. And I hate to have to be so vulgar on this episode, but damn that. I'm able to get my rocks off by just, you know, my dick rubbing up against pussy. My dick rubbing up against pussy, I'm able to get off. I don't need nothing up there as it is. You know what I'm saying? Just getting your gooch licked. That's an actual spot that can kind of get you going. And with that, her tongue is close enough to that asshole. But sitting up here and getting paid and hit by a strap on. Oh, brothers. Is it come down to that? Like, please don't tell me that this summer is going to be the summer when brothers just give up all of their masculinity. First, y'all was talking about wearing them damn short ass, little bitty ass shorts. Them motherfuckers is talking about running around with their chest out. Okay, okay, alright. But damn, now y'all sitting up here and letting these women hit y'all with dildos? And the only thing you can say is that it ain't gay because a woman's doing it. Ladies, I think that y'all are really just bringing up things like that so that you can see who's a punk and who ain't. Because it's all fun and games when you hitting that brother with that dildo until he does some feminine shit by taking it out and actually sucking on it with no hands. And going to town on it with no spitting. And basically hooking that thing up the way that you would hook him up. Then you realize he's a little too into this. And I'm just wondering where did all this come from. But then I'm thinking to myself this didn't come from anywhere. This is something that was laying dormant. This... This homoerotic shit that y'all brothers got going on, it reminds me of this Tom Cruise movie, I forget the name, but where some aliens invaded. And the funny thing about these aliens is these aliens didn't come from the sky. 
these aliens came from literally up underneath the ground, which means that they had always been there. And it's just something had to happen in order to activate these aliens. Something has happened to just activate you brothers. And I think what it is is mainstream culture. You sit up here and you see so many of these actors and rappers and even athletes, shouts out to Russell Westbrook, running around here in dresses and shit. And it's just become more and more acceptable. And the thing that was cool to me with that was okay. Brothers that are gay and openly gay do not deserve to be prosecuted just because of who they choose to sleep with and how they choose to dress and carry themselves, especially if they are trying to be proud and open. That's why they call it the pride parade. And this is coming from a straight brother. That's why they call it the pride parade. So if a person is proud of what they are, they shouldn't be persecuted for it. Just like you're black and you're proud. You shouldn't be persecuted for the color of your skin. And I think what happened is a lot of brothers that still like to play both sides of the fence. The bees of the LGBTQ community. Even though I think that y'all need to cut down them letters and cut off that Q. LGBTQ, that's just too much to keep on saying all the time. Cut it down to LGBT. We get the point. The bisexual brothers are really starting to come to the forefront. These are brothers that will literally sit up here and sleep with a woman and sleep with a man. That's about to become the new phenomenon. And I think that's going to be the new big thing for the 2020s decade. There's a lot of bisexual brothers are going to rise up like, hey, I will fuck her and I will fuck him. And it ain't nothing y'all can do about it because I am socially acceptable now. And this shit is crazy. One of the last points that I wanted to leave y'all with with this is to me, because I'm a classic man. I'm an old school man. I feel like what I am is I was born in 1982. So that's like the beginning of the millennials. So call me the OG millennial. I'm one of the first millennials. I'm, you know, the granddaddy millennial in a sense. But I'm a millennial with the spirit of like a baby boomer. You know, I've got that type of spirit where it's about being a man's man, you know, wearing pants as much as you can and wearing your clothes fitting, but not too tight, but not, you know, too baggy running around here looking like a fifth grader. You know, I believe in you get up and you handle your responsibility. And I believe that when it comes to sex, that as a man, you dominate. You put her little fine ass to work. Put your foot on her neck literally if you want to. But not too hard because you are heavy. So I don't get where all of this dainty little metrosexual type shit came from. So I wonder, as a man, I believe that you should be able to Put your woman under some instructions and sometimes you may have to actually put your foot down and check her ass as she gets out of line. And how can you check her if she just got done hitting you with the strap? Literally hitting you with the strap on. Imagine you take her to the annual 
family cookout that's always held during the middle of the summer over at Heeman Park. Freeman Park, whatever park is popping in your city. And you and her get into a little bit of a disagreement. Hey, you know what? I got a question for you. Just a little question. What's your question? Um, I'm sitting up here and I'm seeing all of these ladies, most of them my family members, just sitting up and bringing plates to their men while the men sit down and play dominoes and play cards and talk man talk. But here it is, I gotta sit up here and I got to get my plate and your plate. Do you have a problem submitting to your man? It says to the Bible that you should submit to your man. But it seems like you got some type of problem with that. You know, you, you get around your family and you want to act like, you know, this little perfect housewife and shit because you want to put on airs. But then you get around my family and you want to fake the funk and you want to act like you ain't with the, pro with the program. So I'm just trying to figure out what the problem is. What's the motherfucking problem? First of all, who's you cussing at? And then she gets loud. You best to take all of that bass out of your voice. You ain't have all that bass in your voice. When I was hitting you with this dildo last night, then all of a sudden everybody gets shocked because she didn't said it loud enough for damn near the whole park to hear. I'm talking about the DJ was sitting up here and playing Frankie, Merville, and Bays. Before I let go, the record scratches. Uh, the music stops, and now all of a sudden, everybody's looking at you. Your little baby brother, that's about damn near twelve years younger than you. He starts laughing at you because he's immature. And he doesn't know about this open-minded sexual shit that motherfuckers your age is into. You know. He's all about, you know, regular, dominant-ass college sex. Where motherfuckers fuck on little bitty-ass twin beds. And you pile-drive these chicks to death. And you, and you give them a little bit of head and you give a little bit of head. He don't know nothing about getting hit with the strap on. Then your daddy, he's shaking his head in disappointment. Because your dad is a baby boomer. Born in the fucking late 50s, early 60s. A man's man. He used to walk damn near five miles barefooted to school in the winter with snow on the ground. With it being about damn near 12 degrees every day during the winter back when he was a kid. He doesn't know about this little sassy ass little shit that niggas be on nowadays. You know, he was a man's man. He worked in the forest cutting down trees, not with a chainsaw, but with an actual axe, cutting down trees. Retired from the tree cutting industry about damn near 10, 15 years ago. Hardcore ass type of dude. And he can't believe that his son has grown up to be such a punk. Then Big Mama, she was born in the 30s or the 40s. 
And back in her days, men were even more masculine than your father. So she really cannot get with the fact that she just heard what she heard. So she faints. Big mama, oh Lord, I can't believe that my baby is acting like that. He must be on that stuff. Oh, and she faints. So half of the park rushes over to see what's going on with her to make sure that she ain't passed away because she just done fainted. Then your mama, your mama, she's disappointed, shocked at what she just heard. So she runs off by some tree to go cry. And half of your damn aunties on her side of the family go run over there. Some from your daddy's side too, because everybody's cool. They run over there to console her. Oh, you know, this is how these young adults are nowadays. They're just into some things that we just aren't into oh but that's my son where did i go wrong now you done fucked up the whole cookout because you done sat up here and you done brought this loud mouth ass open-minded ass chick to the damn cookout you caught yourself putting your foot down with her and she done sat up here and just put all of your business literally out here in the streets so I can't tell you brothers what to do, especially with what to do behind closed doors. But what I will say is this. If you're going to choose to go this route and be doing all of this suspect shit with your lady, you need to have a very quiet, very shy, reserved ass woman that knows how to keep her mouth shut and knows how to keep things to herself. That way it can be between you her and the good lord but that whole theory that whole concept kind of goes against the concept of a woman that's willing to put a strap on on and literally fuck her man that's a woman that's got some masculine energy in her that's the type of woman that is not going to go for you yelling at her and trying to tell her what to do and that's the type of woman that will embarrass your ass and expose your little secret. And I ain't got nothing more to say. I ain't got nothing. No, I, got, I ain't got nothing no more to say. That's a new country slang. I ain't got nothing no more to say. Nothing no more to say. That's been another episode of the Lewis Says Black Show. Holla at your boy.